back to the Busco and Friendly Show, everybody. This is exciting. Very exciting day for us here. This Isn't is huge. It's Isn't huge, Friendly. We're not going to say why just nah, yet. We'll not just, yet. We'll just keep a bit of suspense. Keep guessing, you, you, you New, New Zealand and New Caledonians. Yeah, Iranians. Yeah, Iranian sons yeah. of... Japanese. <laughs> yeah. It was such so so many multicultural listeners on this show. Oh, man. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about that a lot, but we, I'm still staggered that people outside of our mums and dads pretty much listen to us. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not even sure. Mine. Mum, mum, my mum's a good listener. Is I don't she? know if dad's that keen on it. I don't In think fact, my parents have listened. Really? It's probably a good thing because I'm pretty sure we mocked my dad. Dad or my dad's dad in yeah. one of the early episodes. So Most he might, episodes. He might have stopped listening. Come on, John and Wendy. Have yeah. a dip. Get back on. Yeah. No, well, look, it's amazing. <laughs> I do find it amazing that we people listen to us. Yeah, me Because we just talk. We talk rubbish most of the time. Wow. Speak for yourself, friendly. I tend to bring a fair bit of goodness. <laughs> and All <and>, uh, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Uh, we should – so what's happening is this. Yeah. Our second guest ever. Yeah. We had, after Jimmy. After Jimmy. He yeah. was a good guest. But he's, he's gone back to the, the motherland. <laughs> We've got another guest here today. and um, A real guest in the studio. And you can tell because I won't be able to do this accent, will I? Should I try? Try. Yeah. Oh, and it's, yeah. Me, no, it's not it. <laughs> it just sounds like you. <laughs> that was nothing like oh, there me. He is. <laughs> there he is. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, look, it's, it is our pleasure to introduce our guest today, Mark Howlett. Mm. Great bloke. Works Absolutely. At, works at the school that I work at. We yep. know him well. Uh, we go back how long now? Like, I don't know, five Ooh, years? At least five years, school, friendly. Yeah, yeah five years. Yep. And, um, and we do it, these things called spiritual retreats. We do. Where we go out, light a fire, and we sit around the fire with a few boys from your work, don't we? Yeah. So you and Mark and who else? Fish. Yeah, Fish. And there's fish a few and other Cuzzo blokes. and Rossi. Yeah. All the, all the boys. All the boys. <laughs> and we call the half man. The hufter. The hufter. <laughs> anyway, we call them spiritual retreats because we talk a bit spiritually. Talk, we ask the big questions yeah. and we thrash it around a bit. Mm. Yeah. Do you know, I, let me tell the story about how those spiritual retreats come about. Yeah, I'd it's like quite to a good that. story. Yeah. Are you going to blow our cover here? No, nah, it's okay. Well, no, no? That we, okay. That it's not. No, it's re- <laughs> legit. It's legit. No, I used to go, we, we had after work drinks on a Friday afternoon at school. I think that's okay to say. Yes. Yeah, good. Um, and so that was usually a chance just to just to get stuck into each other. Um, if you did something stupid during the week, you hear about it on Friday afternoon. Yeah, good old wind-up. A big wind-up, mm. yep. And uh, anyway, I, someone was saying something. I said, you, you blokes probably wouldn't even talk about God unless you'd have had half a dozen drinks first. Yeah. And I think it was Howlett who said, oh, we should do that sometime. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> and then we said, we should call it a spiritual retreat. And we went, all right, sounds like a great idea. Yep. And a tradition <laughs> was born. <laughs> and that's yeah. how it came about. So Five years going, later. been going a few years yeah. now, these spiritual yep. retreats. And Howlett always brings something very good to oh, the table. Always. Very good to the discussion. Well, things keep popping up. They need to be answered. Or we may not have an answer, but at least discuss it. Just thrash yeah. it around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Get yeah, it yeah. out there. So we thought... Mark Howlett would be a great addition to our podcast to tell a few of his personal stories. Yep. Absolutely. Where do you want me to begin? But also some of the (laughs) reading that you've done. (laughs) So, so yeah. 
How at least for this stuff Every day at work I, I hear Oh I heard this story I heard this story Oh I can't wait to talk about this At the next spiritual yeah. retreat It's, it's good true. stuff It's so true he is, he is pumped Yep Pumped How, Now but this The other thing to say Is you wouldn't You wouldn't put yourself In the category of a Christian necessarily Would you No no not at all I'm no? not, not linked to any uh, religion At all No uh, Apart so, from Markology Apart from my which own is, which Markology is your own. Your own beliefs. <laughs> we might get to that a bit later. Yeah, we will. And so I thought that even adds a extra good, good little thing in it. <laughs> yeah, good words. It. Because uh, I'd say I'm spiritual. Yeah, rather yeah. than religious. Yeah, great. Yep. All right. So what I the story I'd like to start with is a story when you were quite young and there was a dam at. The damn story. And Zumsteen's. <laughs> yes, Zim's. yes. Where was it? Um, Rose's Gap or Ruby Gap. Yeah, that one. Down the Grampians. So, mm. yep, so I couldn't swim. Um, I was a pretty young fella and there was a dam there at this um, this park and with a little island in the middle. Yeah. So I've walked across to the island and um, that was all fine. It was up to my neck in depth and that's where all the kids were swimming. And I've walked across the other side and still walking, walking, and there's no one there. So yeah. no one ran the other side of the dam. And then I fell into um, what I think was a hole. So I went down deep, couldn't swim. I remember teachers at school saying, if you're going to drown, jump up and down with your hand up so people might see you. So I did that. It's good advice, listeners. Yeah. Good advice. <clears throat> so we're actually serious in this <laughs> podcast. Uh, anyway, then I was someone picked me up. And I thought, oh, thank God, someone see me. So... They picked me up, carried me to the edge of the dam, and I remember sitting down on the edge of the dam, and I rubbed my eyes with all the water, and I, and I looked around to see who had who had sat me down, and there's no one there, and I was like, "What? That's and crazy." I, and I'm looking around, and this couple were walking past, staring at me like, "What's wrong with that kid?" And and I'm like, "Where's the person that just picked me up?" Whoa! So I had no idea what happened, like, but someone picked me up because and, if if someone had just picked you up and popped you on the edge, then ran off. That's very well, odd behaviour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? And if I had done that, you would have said, oh, you're all right, little boy, you know, is your mum and dad around? Absolutely. You uh, wouldn't just you pick wouldn't a kid just up and leave it up and that's, run. Like that's yeah. a, bit of a bit of a weird thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, Save a kid, so, then run away. Well, I yeah. have saved a kid before and I stuck around for the glory. <laughs> and you well, keep telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's what you do when it's your son, Busco. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even you're not even talking. You've, you've saved a few kids out of oh, the water, haven't you? Oh, I'd ha- I would I would I would hesitate to count how many <laughs> lives I've saved. <laughs> so yeah, so you got picked up by now. So what's your explanation then? Oh, I had none because at that you know, being a young kid in primary school, I hadn't even thought of anything like that. Yeah, of um, something that was beyond the physical. <gasps> did you did you tell Sorry. people about it? Did you go back and say, "Hey, everybody, this happened"? Uh, no, like I was a bit embarrassed, scared that I'd actually walked off and done the wrong right. thing. Okay. So I think I mentioned it to Mum, and she—I don't think she actually believed what happened. Right? Yeah. She just thought but, you made but it, it up. Or but it's you... a, well, even to this day, like my uncle that that was in charge of that day. Yeah. Uncle Buster, love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he knew that um, I'd walked off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. You you've, been, to... you've been back to this place too since, haven't you? Because yeah, I remember well, you talk, telling this I story. I actually haven't been back. I'd, I'd got okay. to the point where I thought, right, this story is so old because I'm, I'm getting on. Uh, maybe I've just made it up. Yeah. Maybe this place doesn't exist. So I did a Google Earth search um, of places. I knew it started with R. Um, and even now I can't remember if it's Ruby or Rose's Gap in the Grand right. Pins, but it's real. It's Rose's Gap. It, Rose's Gap, yeah. is it? Right. So I found it and I'm zooming in and there's a dam. 
and I could see the island in. And my oh. hair and the back of my neck stood up. I was like, you're kidding me. This, this is, is real. real. Yeah. This was like, you know, 40 odd years ago. And so I've zoomed in. Um, then I found the website for this place. Yeah. And on the front page, you know, it's it's flicking through photos. And here's the here's the the dam with the island in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, bloody hell. It, so, so at this yeah. point, you would you would say that you were saved from drowning by something that you cannot explain. I can't explain some it. other force being whatever you call an it. angel, an yeah. angel, if you want to go. Well, there. yeah, correct. Wow, wowzers. Yeah. All right, that's a great story. What so, a way to get started. Pretty hard that's to explain story. when you're a kid about what just happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, could you, if you tried your best, could you explain it away? If you were of a atheist. Atheistic position Could you explain that away No No I've got nothing right. <laughs> I've got nothing Could you friendly Go I'll, on I'll Put like. your atheist hat on Okay Okay <laughs> uh, You um, uh, Passed out briefly And then the, the waves Just washed you up Onto the It's a little damn beach. friendly There's no waves Yeah So you can't explain it <laughs> I tried no And I waves. failed Yeah Can't explain it yeah. Yeah. Unless you were hallucinating. Maybe. Maybe you imagined the Maybe. whole thing. Maybe I hallucinated. Maybe I, I jumped up and down so much I jumped into a shallow area. Yeah. And before you knew it, you were on the sand and you go, oh. Yeah. But you didn't realise you'd actually jumped there. Yeah. Ah, rubbish. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. Oh, yeah. Well, What's jump- more far-fetched? Being jump- rescued by an angel and jumping <laughs> your way out of a dam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was picked up. I yeah. was picked wow. up. I was not... Jumping. That's pretty cool. I was not hopping. All right. Great story. Now, so so that happened when you were a little bloke and then you got a bit older and you what else? What else happened that you may might have sparked your interest in the things well, beyond <clears throat> our the material? Yeah. The well, physical realm. Yeah. We a house we lived in when I was a teenager, lots of weird things used to happen in that house. Hello. Are you talking ghost so, stories now? Well Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. So well here's one. So <clears throat> One day, mum's not home. I'm in the lounge room, lounge room with my two brothers, and dad was in the kitchen with his mate Max. So, busting for the day. Good day, Max. Max, up in heaven. Oh. Lovely day. <laughs> Sorry, Max. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a top bloke, Max. Anyway, so I've had to go through the kitchen. Um, to get out the back with the porches and the toilet. Yep. So I've walked through the through the kitchen, listening to Dad and Max, and you know those, the plastic slats you have to keep flies out. Oh, yeah, like yep. in milk bars. Yes, yes, but really thin ones. You oh, know? Yeah. So, so I'm listening to Dad talking to Max. So I've walked through this door sideways through the plastic slats and something stopped me, like like I'd walked into a wall. Oh, was, so it, was the door it, shut? The door was wide open for me. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Just thought I'd clear that up. <laughs> oh, maybe wide. that was it. <laughs> <laughs> it was wide open. So, of course, I got the biggest shock thinking I'd run into one of my brothers. So, I spun around. There's no one there. And I've looked in the porch and I thought, what? What the? And I've walked into the laundry. There's no one there. Into the toilet. There's no one there. Walked back to the kitchen. Dad and Max are still talking like nothing's happened. Walked back through the lounge. Two brothers are still sitting there. Whoa. And yet something physically stopped me as I was going sideways through those plastic slats. Wow. Yeah. And that threw me. Like that really freaked me. I didn't say anything to Dad or Max because I thought, nah, there's, there's something going on in my brain that's yeah. – Yeah. I couldn't explain it. So once you, once you ran into this whatever it was, yep. did you go and, and 
feel around again, or are you just like no, oh, no. I spun weird. around because I was looking at yeah, Dad and Max, okay. so I've walked through the slats a little bit, and then boom, physical yeah. bump, spun around like what the hell, nothing there. <gasps> I wonder what. I wonder why that is. Like, is that just someone, some ghost messing with you, or is there like a you know, had you walked through there, you're about to step on a snake or something? Yeah, there's nothing there. Uh, Whoa, no. So there's a you know, there's a lot of funny things that happened in that house, weird things. Which no one spoke about while we were living there, and uh, it all come out one night uh, at another house. You know, I think I was, you know, I was driving a car by then, and, and um, my uncle who used to live with us, um, who was the same uncle that took me to the park and nearly drowned up. Uncle Max. Gr- no, that's my dad's oh, name. Uncle, <laughs> <laughs> uncle Buster. Buster. Uncle Buster. Yeah, Max. he's a lovely man. Yeah. Um, anyway, and so we started talking about all these different stories, and they were all so similar. I was Whoa. like, "You are kidding me." Why don't people talk about that when it happens? Why aren't we, as a society, you know, and well, why don't we talk about it? It's a good question. I it, don't know. It would it, be a bit strange if you went in there and said, hey, Dad, Max, brothers, I just went to walk through that door and something stopped me. Yeah. What would they say? They'd laugh at you, wouldn't They'd they? They'd laugh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you go, come, let me show you. <laughs> walk straight through the, the <laughs> thing and they go, what, mate? There's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're dreaming, that's it. Son. You're probably because you self doubt, isn't it? You probably yeah, think, yeah. "Oh, I don't know, did it happen?" And you don't want to. Yeah, well, because yeah. it doesn't make sense. If something doesn't make sense, you don't you don't generally blurt it out and go, "This happened." Yeah, it's true. It made no sense. But mm. as I said, I, you know, I checked out those rooms. They were empty. Back yeah. through the lounge. Brother's still there. Oh, I just sat down. No, no. I won't say a word. All right. Whoa. Couldn't explain it. Have you told him? Uh, You've told them now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, all, all those stories have come right. out now. Yeah, because other people had similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, and my second brother, who's still old enough at the time to remember things, he had he had weird stories. My mum had weird stories. My uncle, who was living there, you know, he was only like a 18, 20-year-old, um, he had stories. Wow. And we since found that um, – I can't explain. I actually, I can't tell you how we got this information because it's uh, <gasps> law in, in, included here. But anyway, yeah. there had been two deaths in that house. Murders? Suicides. Oh, gee. Which is, um, yeah. yeah. So, which obviously we had no clue of when we moved into that house. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so. It's pretty eerie, isn't it? So, but yeah. But so going back to my first story, I knew that there was something else. Yeah. Something else beyond the physical. Yeah. Now, so back then you were just some little punk kid with a, a. Rubbish mullet. haircut. I had a mullet, mate. That's hair. not rubbish. <laughs> he had he had hair back then. <laughs> and and you worked, you know, you're just a labourer. You didn't have many brains in your head. <laughs> I, hang on, hang on. This is not in the oh, script. This is, coming, <laughs> this is coming from Busco who says you didn't, you didn't have many brains in your head. <laughs> oh, is this I'm, how you treat your guests? You <laughs> no, no wonder I'm the first. No wonder Jimmy's not come back. No, no what I'm saying is if... You know, if you're a neurosurgeon or something, you'd, there'd be no way. You'd be thinking, well, just, you know, if you're a clever bloke, if you're very switched on, maybe yeah. that wouldn't – there'd be no spiritual yeah, stories. Well, you just, yeah, well, Just write it off and go, oh, that's how it – he's a bit He's a bit simple. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and look, you might, you might be right. At times I am. <laughs> uh, that's not true. He's a very gifted teacher, <clears throat> very deep thinker. Oh, yeah. Very deep. I was just having a dip. Very deep. <laughs> that's unusual. <laughs> No, yeah. I, I get your point. What you're saying is is that is that uh, you know sometimes people think, oh well, you know, what do you what would you know? Yeah, what do you know about the world or yeah. science or, yeah. or whatever? Is there any chance, Howlett, that you've been 
maybe reading some stories or watching a few clips about a neurosurgeon (laughs) or... (laughs) Just Eddie Jazz. It would be fair to say that my interests have been, you know, spiked by lots of experiences. Yeah. Um, so I have read quite a bit and watched quite a bit, and uh, and I like what you blokes say because I've I've listened to all your podcasts. Big fan, can't believe I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this is how it goes. Uh, this is what happens. Yeah, 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 You're yeah. in the inter, inner sanctum now. <laughs> That's right. And you you now know that we do actually just press record and wing it. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After a big planning session, <laughs> two seconds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, so I, I liked when you guys said it's wonderful when people with science with a science background actually turn to God. Yeah, you know, so they've looked beyond the you know the testing, the hypothesis, and all that sort of stuff, and they truly believe. So what I'd found is um, people of science that have actually had an experience, and they've just said, "No, nah, this is real." So the the neuroscientists or neurosurgeon we're talking about. So um, you can Google this, Doctor Eben Eben Alexander. So a neurosurgeon, he got meningitis, big in, uh, bacterial infection of the brain, uh, went into a coma for seven days, uh, really bad. They gave him a 2% chance of actually surviving it, a 0% chance of recovering if he did pull through. Yeah. Um, and he woke up from that coma after seven days with wow. no neurological issues, like complete brain functioning. And during that time, he spoke about being in heaven. And so he's written a book about you know this whole journey. Um, but of course, there's the naysayers that will say, "Well, when you're, you know, at near death, or there's reports throughout history of, you know, um, sailors on the on the deathbed and they and they experience this vision yeah. that there's an angel or someone there." Well, the light at the and, end of the tunnel. A lot of people have talked well, about that. That they? as well, and they yeah. reckon they can replicate it in the lab, and in some cases they have. But this guy is a neurosurgeon, and he said, "I know that. That's my job." Um, so, you know, himself and a few of the other guys he works with have looked at his brain scans for those seven days he was out. Yeah. And there was no activity. He was not dreaming. There was nothing going on. Way. He was, el- he was elsewhere. Wow. Yeah. Elsewhere. And he's come back. He's woken up with his full story of heaven. That, that kind of points that, like, his, his physical body and his brain and everything was nothing. Right? Nothing. But yep. his spirit went somewhere else. Absolutely. Because even if, yep. even if you're having those... Dreams or what? If you were dead, that would register somewhat. Yeah, there'd be activity recorded. Some activity. So to come back with knowledge of anything has to can only point to an out of body. Well, his sort of words. um, He said that the conscious part of my brain was dead. Yeah, there was nothing going on. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but even to come back seven days with zero brain activity, you'd yeah. have to be and and with a huge aged. bacterial infection eating away at your brain. He said that he'd had like a triple strength antibiotics. Nothing was working. Wow. So they basically they're ready to call quits and go. Let's pull the machine. Let's stop the machine. Wow. So and he, this and he is, woke up. So he says it's a miracle. Uh, I don't know if he actually used those words, but he said heaven is real. <gasps> and what did heaven he say? What did he, what did he talk about in heaven? Like, oh, did he, did I he suppose say that's a whole book. Did, did he say, his... ooh, heaven is a place on earth? Did he say that? <laughs> ooh, heaven is a place on earth. I get this feeling. Love comes first. <laughs> Thank you, friendly. I had to give you that opportunity. <laughs> Uh, you oh, would have been disappointed. I've experienced this, this for real. Song. <laughs> Listeners, this is wonderful. <laughs> uh, carry on. Uh, well, look, how do you come back from that? I don't know. <laughs> this, is, this is what I do. 
Uh, right, where was I? Um, heaven. Look, because he, he he had such a long time in heaven, um, and he spoke about so much, like it's it's too much to recall. Yeah, and and he's actually written a second book about heaven, um, but but just the fact. Um, so my takeaway from it was the fact that he's a neurosurgeon gone. It's real. Yeah, you know you, you can't make up what I've seen, and there was there's, there's proof that my brain was out. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. gone. Um, well, who's the famous uh, news, newspaper man that said he died and he said there's nothing there? Was that one of the Packers? Don't know. Oh, which, yeah. Which yeah, Packer yeah, died? Yeah, Kerry Packer. Kerry Packer. Yeah, I think that was him. Yeah. Yeah. That could suggest very simply Bad that, luck, mate. that there isn't much if you're a money hungry tycoon <laughs> oh, that's gee. just trying to <laughs> stomp wow. on everyone. To, yeah, yeah. You know, there. sorry, Keza, yeah. just saying it as it is. <laughs> the door's shut. Whereas maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. there isn't. Maybe, maybe you know, the Bible talks about heaven and hell. Maybe hell is just nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that's it. Whereas heaven is this. What it's, the yeah. neurosurgeon experienced. Yeah. Um, like you know, some of the things he was saying, you know, colours unimaginable. Like there's no words for it. Um, and and hymns and you know, like the sounds that he was hearing. Like he said, yeah. there's nothing earthly you can compare it to. So trying to write it in a book is really hard. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we, we I, don't have the words for it. Yeah, that's how. I, like I sometimes think about. I wonder what heaven's like, and I just can't even can't even begin yeah. to think about what that might be like because yeah. you just you, it's beyond words, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and this, these people describe it that way. I, mm. If I can jump the gun. Another yeah. one, oh. another one, just yeah. on what you're saying yeah. then, friendly. So this is a Dr. Mary Neal. So she's an orthopedic surgeon. Google it. Google it. It's, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> so now. If it's on Google, it must be real. It must be real. I'm sure it is. It must Carry be real. On. Yeah. Um, so she was involved in a kayak, kayaking accident. So her, the nose of the kayak got wedged underwater. She'd gone down a big drop off, white yeah. water rafting or in the, in the kayak. Um. And she realised at one point, oh, and she was doubled over the, the force of the water. There's no way she could get out. So she was bent in half Scary. and she said, look, it's happened before and she's managed to escape. It wasn't happening this time. So she, she, she said she remembers thinking in her mind, well, if this is God's will. And at that moment, she felt her spirit leave the body. Whoa. Um, and she talks about going to heaven, being greeted by these beings. She said, I can't really explain what they were, but I knew that I'd known them forever. Yeah. And they were so happy and loving to see me there. And and she said, and the hardest thing coming back, she said, I never wanted to come back. She said, I had four beautiful kids, a loving husband. Heaven was so wonderful, I did not want to come back. And, um, and she said, but it was made pretty clear that, no, your job's not done. You've got work to do back um, on earth and you've got to go back. Yeah. Wow. So she said, you know, reluctantly she, she had to come back. Um, but her physical body in the meantime – she was underwater. They can verify for at least 15 minutes. Um, the people that rescued her are saying it was up to half an hour. Yeah. Uh, and when That's they a found long time. a long time. And so, so when they found her body, like her, her legs have been broken as it got sucked out of the canoe with the force of the water. They did CPR. She was cold, lifeless, purple, you know, broken up. Uh, and again, she she come to with no neurological damage. Wow. And um, which is, you know, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she said, I had to tell my story, but I couldn't. How could I say to my little kids, mommy didn't want to come back? Yeah. You know, and say to my husband, I didn't want to come back to you. So, but she was just trying to say um, in the book how wonderful heaven was. Yeah. And she had this brilliant analogy um, about that, why she felt that way. She said, you know, her home was, was wonderful as a child. 
um, great parents, loving neighbourhoods, and she knew that each year she'd have to go off to the, you know, the camp, summer camp, and that she'd meet new people, make new friends, learn lessons, uh, and eventually she'd come home. Yeah. And she said, and that's how she describes heaven. She said, just like coming home. Just like coming home, yeah. Wow. So our time on earth is that summer camp. You come down here, you learn lessons, you meet friends, but at some point you've got to go back home. Yeah. And that's what she felt when she passed through and these beings met her. She knew she was home. Whoa. Yeah. It's a bit so, like the, um, I, th- I don't know if you coined this phrase, Howlett, or someone else did, but we are. Spiritual beings living in a physical existence. Is or that, is or that your having words? a human experience. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 It's a bit, a bit like that, isn't it? Like yeah. this isn't our home. No. As much as we, we you know, we make it feel like it and, and, you know, for a time it is, yeah. but really home is elsewhere. Yeah. The Bible actually describes us as mm. aliens yeah. in this world. Really? That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Great stories. Very good. Yeah. So, again, Google Dr. Yeah. Mary Neal. Um, yeah. And she's spoken at TEDx talks um, all around the world, you know, because that was part of her her job when she returned. Yeah. yeah. You need to spread the word of what you saw. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and here's another person of science, another person of science who didn't really believe it was there, even though she was religious, she went to church, but she still was more of a token thing. Yeah. She never really thought that God really existed. Yeah. It was just a thing to do. I've got a question for you both. Do you think... Because in my opinion, the spiritual thermometer is rising. Is that the right word? Or thermostat? Whatever. I, I agree. Yeah. I feel like yep. the – and this might be because I'm getting older, but it might be just because the our world is getting bit, more and bit more Bit of climate change maybe. Bit of climate change. <laughs> it's getting warmer. The more people I talk to, the more I, they actually want to talk a little bit about God mm. and spirituality and possibility of an afterlife and their – you know, and I think maybe the corona, we've talked about yeah, this, maybe yeah, the we coronas did, have generated this, you know, let's think a bit deeper. Yeah. But do you guys sense that as well? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think so. Well, I think that term spirituality is becoming more and more common. Yeah, that's true. I think yeah. people may may not be seeing religion as their thing, but they know, they really believe there's something there. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people say, oh, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Yeah. And mm. I often say... Yeah, me too. I'm not religious. They're like, aren't you a church minister? And I say, well, Jesus is all about actually not religion. It's about a relationship. It is about the spirituality where you connect with God through me and understand who I am and the Holy Spirit lives with you and it is this spirituality. But he actually kind of shunned religion. He got real angry at the religious leaders and said it's not about rules and regulations. You can't you can't reach God like that. You, it's more about a connection. The chosen. Exactly. Oh, yeah, and cho- we've been cho- watching cho- the chosen. Talked about that. Oh, let's talk about yeah. that for have a sec. Have we talked about it already? I don't know if we have. Yeah, you did. You have. On this podcast? Yeah, you, you actually listen, oh, so you know. Guys, I'm a listener. Get on the chosen. Yeah, yeah. It is class. Well, yeah. That comes across good. in that, doesn't it? it absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just just everyday people doing their thing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like about your spirituality, Howlett, because I remember one of the early stories you told me is about how you've got a prayer chair at home. I was like, what? <laughs> you've got a prayer chair? Hang on. How's yeah, that yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, what was like an old umpire's chair from tennis yeah. or something. Yeah, from school. Love yeah, that. The old metal thing. Yep. Every now and then, just go out there for a chat. Yeah. Grab a beer and uh, yeah. And so there's nothing there's nothing complicated about that idea at all. There's no. nothing you know. You have to be a certain person or jump through. You just are a bloke. You probably grab a beer on your way up to the chair. I imagine. Yep. yep. Um, sit up on the chair and and reflect, ponder, talk. Yeah. Uh, that's great. I love yeah. that. Love that's that idea. Good. It works well. Mm. Yeah. 
What I'm interested in though is is when you when you get to that point of concluding there's more out there, which you you quite clearly have. Yep. You've had these experiences, you've read these books, yep. and you've decided, yep, there's more to uh, this existence than what I can actually see. What do you what do you do with that then? Like as a as a per, like do you obviously you're exploring more, mm-hmm. but how does that change the way you live now, knowing that? Well, I think something else. I don't know. I think um, I look at life with, you know, what's my purpose? Yep. Where where am I going? What are the lessons I'm supposed to be learning in this one? Yeah. You know, like if I'm that Dr. Mary Neal and something happened to me me right now and I'm up there upstairs in heaven, what are they going to be saying to me? Yeah. You know, you haven't done this lesson, you haven't learned this lesson yet. You didn't follow the signs we put in place for you to to sort of follow. Um, Back you go. Yeah. You know, so I think there's a reason that we're here. Yeah. Um, so I keep sort of revisiting that. Like, where am I going here? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this my direction? Yeah. Is that a daily um, question you can't ask or is that? Uh, I, I think when I reflect on it every now and then, it directs what I do for a bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whether it's a prayer chair, a spiritual retreat or just walk around having a chill. Yeah. Or just, listening you, you to just, the, wor- you know, the award-winning podcast, Busking on Friendly. Yeah, that's travel around the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's always good to sort of check back in and say, where am I going? Am, yeah. I, am I on the right path? Because yeah. it's so easy to get distracted and stop thinking about the bigger picture. Oh, it, it is. It's so easy to it get is. focused on the next car or the next house or next job or yep. feeding the kids or whatever, you know, all really good, important things. But the ability to be able to step back and being able to think about the big picture and ask God, what what are you doing? Where do you want me that's a very important, I reckon, part of life, and absolutely, and a, yeah, and creates quite a whole person if you can do it. Absolutely, yeah, and it's got to make you a better person too, because if you're always, you know, questioning, you know, what's my purpose? Well, your purpose isn't going to be to be a real prick, is it? No, like that doesn't fit no. in with with if you if you kind of unlike Kerry out, Packer, a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, Kerry Packer, he's got a cop on a hammering. He's got powerful <laughs> friends. Is he dead? <laughs> His son isn't though. Is he dead? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yes. He's, he's dead. He's Kerry Packer's dead. Yeah. And his son James is still oh, going. He's still going, James. We're not he's got, he's got James, big powerful though. friends. And yeah. Sorry, James. You just bagged out his dead dad. May your dad all right. Hey, man. hey. He, it's not like he hasn't bagged out dead people before. So. <laughs> yeah, your grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, no, but it's got to make you a better person. When you start thinking there's more to this life, you, you take your focus away from all about me and what I can get out of this life and it's about what I can give and how I can make this life better for everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's kind of part of it. Well, yeah. I think a part of whichever lessons you've got yep. um, and from what I've heard from other people and other experiences, there's always an element of helping others yeah. in some shape or form. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Markology, let, let's just touch on Markology quickly here because it, it's, it's a slight point of difference. Yeah. So Markology, which is a, a bit of a blend of different it's a blend. ideas, yeah. Yeah. Uh, says that you have these life lessons and uh, if you've still got lessons to learn in this life, you come back again. Yep. Reincarnation, Correct. I suppose, yeah. yeah. Um, how's that view sitting with you now, especially now that you've heard about these stories of heaven and stuff? <laughs> Uh, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed, right? So I, I would think that Dr. Eben Alexander and Mary Neal, yep. um, you know, they never touched upon the multiple lives. Um, but I think, you know, th- this is their one life that they've got certain lessons to learn. 
Um, and they will do that, sweep it under the, the carpet, go back up go again. and say, how do I go? Do, do a review. Yeah. You know, this worked well, that didn't work well. The way you treated these people, not so great. And um, so you, you might come up with another set of lessons uh, and you go back again. Yep. And so lesson after lesson or life after life, you get to a point where you sort of reach a point where there's probably not a lot, not a lot more to learn. Yeah. So you might decide just to stay up there. And that's and, heaven. Uh, that's heaven. Yep. And then you might be a helper for the rest of, down here on earth. Okay. Yeah. Um, how many goes do you reckon you've had at it? I think I've had a few, but I've got yeah. a few to go. What about Busco? Busco? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I would think people like Busco that do what he does, helping people, is uh, fairly highly up there. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm nearly nearly to the end of the run. You're nearly next to the white big white chair. Wow. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. yeah. I think you've still got a few lessons. <laughs> Take that, Kerry Packer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's coming back. He's already back. He's died and come back. Who oh, knows? Uh, oh. Singing lessons, friendly. So he's one of them. What he needs. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, yeah, true. Gee, yeah. isn't that you just bagged out Kerry Backer and so, he could be back as as someone else and come track oh, you down. He could too. Would he know that though? Nah. Nah, you couldn't. Uh you normally don't. You normally come back with a clean slate. Yeah, okay. Um but you know, you, you hear of people who have hypnosis and they can yeah. recall past lives. Um or there was one fella and a different doctor, but this guy was an anaesthetist, and I know we haven't got time to talk about it, but when he went to heaven, yep. and now this was a guy that didn't believe in, um, you know, in like the angels, for example, yet in his story he talks about meeting Michael and Gabriel. Whoa, really? And he couldn't say that returning to earth because he's like, this is not my religion, you know? Anyway, um, wow. he spoke about multiple lives. That, yeah. he, that he had reviews of his past lives, and there was a few reasons why things that were happening in this one – they were like after effects of what he'd done previously. Yeah. Like there was one where he was an awful, you know, master whipping people and in this life the hand that he whipped people with was always sore, it was always – and they could never work out why it wasn't working properly. Oh, Gee. Yeah, there's but just so anyway, much we don't know. There, there is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the fun thing about these spiritual retreats and, and chats and podcasts like this is that – you know, you think you've arrived at the answer, and so friendly, and I, and even you with your Markology, would probably think. So we'd think Christianity explains it all, all up to a certain uh, point. up to a point. Yeah, we'd not, not everything. On, we like we probably feel comfortable thinking eighty percent. I like how yep. um, Christianity explains it, but there's still that twenty percent of unknown, mm. isn't there? Absolutely. And yep. Markology, what? Let's give us let's give us a little um, statistic. Oh, 65, 70? A percent, I meant. So, hang on. 65, so, hang on. 65 mean... or 70? 70%. Yeah. I think it's getting there. It's, getting, it's climbing. Yep. And so the idea of you just can't be too arrogant with any position on spirituality, no, no, can you? No, Because you have to say, well, you know, I've found this and, it, and for me, you know, I'm pretty sold out on the whole Jesus thing. And you watch something like The Chosen, oh, get on it. Great show. It's great. And yep. that had just, in, you know, encouraged me even more. And uh, but you can't be too strong on, you know. There's definitely something else though. Well, that, that's what thing, we can conclude. There's more. <clears throat> there's more going on than what we can see. The only ones we can mock with with surety. <laughs> Here we is go. The, Here we go. Collingwood supporters <laughs> is the Buddhists. No, no, not Buddhists. Oh. No, no. <laughs> oh, gee. They're no. lovely people, the Buddhists. Yeah, they are. They are. They, you know, yeah. good on them. Good on him. Good That's on right. yeah, yeah. Good, good on you. If you want to, if you want to go down that path, go for it. No, no, you know, like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, well, good save. Gold. Yep, yeah. this is well, gold. look, how, thanks save. for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a save. No, it wasn't a save at all. It wasn't a save. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah. No, nah. look, Howard, you've That's, you've saved the day for us today yeah, with your thanks stories. Thanks for coming in. Oh, enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. Good. This is as much fun as it is listening to, I tell you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you two are a riot. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, no, it's been great. Good no, yarning. It's been good. And uh, we've got a spiritual treat this Friday. Oh, we'll talk more over the fire and we'll probably come back next week with Howard with some more stories. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> great. Good on you guys. Thanks for joining us, you little whippersnappers. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, yeah. Do what you feels right in all things, <laughs> <laughs> and stop you. Stay strong. <laughs> <laughs>